BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So the big story of the day, obviously, is that the Colorado Supreme Court voted one vote, one vote majority to boot Trump off the primary ballot. Under the idea that he incited a, an insur- I was about to say a resurrection. Now that would be something. Some of you believe he could incite a resurrection, <laughs> but he incited an insurrection, according to the Colorado Supreme Court, and so he can't be on the ballot, and that violates blah 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 blah. The Supreme Court will take this up. It is a big deal, and uh, we'll get into that probably a little bit later with Craig Gottwals, who joins us now on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Been coming on for years. Uh, talking about healthcare mostly over the years, I think we originally started having you on about Obamacare and that sort of thing, and that's your expertise, but welcome to the show, Craig. Thanks, Jack. Um, where are you Christmas uh, shopping-wise? Oh, man. I, I, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm worse off than you, buddy. I haven't even really yeah. started yet, but thankfully yeah. the kids are old enough that it's mostly cash. Oh, you give your kids cash? Oh, like, heck yeah. They're in their 20s now, Jack. They don't want trinkets. <laughs> like for real cash, just like, you know, out of an ATM in an envelope. Well, it it used to, when they were in their late teens and they thought it was really cool, what I used to do was um, I actually used to have a do a game show with them Christmas Eve where they would have to answer trivia questions about like U.S. history or politics or something like that. And I'd make them pretty easy. But now <laughs> wow. now it's actually a card with cash. It's, you know, more more formal. <laughs> wow, you had a poll test for Christmas presents. 
That is something. I don't know how I think about that. <laughs> Some years I even scaled it so that like, you know, first first place was was 100 bucks and last place was 50 bucks. Wow. I need to get more uh more cutthroat with my Christmas eves. I like that. Um Yeah, it is interesting as the kids get older, uh the stuff they want is uh pricier so instead of having a whole bunch of presents under the tree there's just like a couple of things but they cost more so um at least that's the way it's worked for my uh, almost 14 year old and almost 12 year old this year around like my my youngest really wanted a patrick mahomes jersey like a real one i didn't realize what those cost those, those, oh those, man yeah you could have been better off with cash yeah you see those dudes a lot of dudes like wear sports jersey all the time the real one with like the sewn on lettering those are 150 bucks I didn't realize it cost yeah. so much. That's actually I, I was gonna guess higher, so that's not as bad. They were they were a hundred, hundred and twenty when I was a youngin. What's your anecdotal evidence of uh the shopping season? It seemed I, I did buy a couple items at stores where I said, How are things going? They say we're down this year. Yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a bad I'm a bad example of that because I just haven't gotten out and done the shopping yet at all. It's been <laughs> it's been the laziest year of my uh, Christmas career. Yeah, I did notice on Amazon yesterday. It, they they uh, on most of the stuff they no longer have the option for fast shipping. It's just regular ground shipping. They don't even throw that out there that you can spend the extra money. So I waited too long on that. So that's got me running around quite a bit. Um, do you have any initial thoughts on the big Colorado Supreme Court ruling as it came down yesterday, keeping Trump off the ballot? You're a lawyer. Yeah, I, I uh, unfortunately, the, the the more years I've been a lawyer, the more I, I align with your thinking on, on the fact that a lot of this stuff really just gets political. I mean, w- when we're talking about standards in the law, a lot of them come down to these very mushy, malleable things anyway. Like, for example, the standard for uh, negligence is that you failed to behave as a reasonably prudent person would have behaved in the same or similar circumstances. So- Again, whether it's a jury of 12 or a panel of judges or a single judge, it comes down to what do you believe is reasonable, which it's, you know, and so much of the law is this way that you end up with uh, your your prior mindset influencing what you do so much. And I, I think we, you know, we've, we've, it's been proven to us over and over whether it was with Obamacare or with the 2000 election or or this case here. I mean, you just see that. Judges come in with their priors and they they make their decisions. And as much as we don't want to do that, as much as we try not to do that, it's really hard to avoid that from happening, especially because these standards are quite often so malleable. Yeah, my my point being, if you didn't hear me say this earlier, so far taking in a bunch of punditry, everybody and a lot of these people are lawyers Everybody comes down on the side I would have predicted they were going to come down on based on whether they, you know, want Trump to be president or not. I mean, I haven't heard anybody yet. There's got to be somebody out there uh, who's going against their um, um, uh, their wishes who says, no, I, I really want Trump to be president, but I think he violated the 14th Amendment. I haven't heard that yet. Or anybody on the other side who says, I hate Trump. But this is an outrageous ruling from the California Supreme Court. I haven't heard one person in that position yet. So just I think, man, I think our our our, our wishes are the father of our thoughts a lot more than we think. I think that's definitely the case. And I think it's it, as much as I was a, a wide eyed uh, believing law student as a young chap, I just 
I, I realize now 25 years removed from that, that um, it's just not the case. So much of this is politics. So much of this is just money sloshing around and 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 people doing what they what they truly want. And it's it's just it's fascinating to me, Jack. It's it's so like um, I, I I share a duck blind with a good buddy of mine from law school. Good buddy. And and he and I couldn't be more polar opposite in politics. Now, it's it's so funny to me because when we look issue by issue, we can we can come to an agreement on yeah, there there probably needs to be more border security and a more thorough vetting system. But as soon as you put the personality into it, as soon as you label Biden or Trump on either side of that issue, the whole thing just it becomes emotional, it becomes reactionary. And even even with a 25 year buddy of mine who I'm out, you know, shooting ducks with, we we have a hard time agreeing on what really should happen and how that and how things should work because because of this issue that you, you the wishes become the father of your thoughts. Right. So the tribal stuff kicks in when you put a person attached to it, a politician. On before before you get the person attached to it, you can talk about the issue with less emotion. That's pretty interesting. No, that's right. He and I can he and I can agree on gosh, probably 75-80% of things until we start labeling it as a Gavin policy or a Trump policy or something of that nature and then at which time it becomes then it becomes the the, the tribal fighting. Um I'll move away from the um Colorado court decision uh, until later, but I wanted to bring this up. So of the judges that voted to kick Trump off the ballot, so there's a lot of talk of they're all appointed by Democrats. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't like assuming that you're appointed by a Democrat, you lean one way, you're appointed by a Republican, you lean another way. But this might be more important is the law schools they went to. The people that voted to boot him off, the people that voted to keep him on the ballot that didn't think he incited an insurrection, went to University of Colorado. The people that wanted to boot him off, Harvard, two Harvards, a Yale and a Penn, I think it was. Ivy oh, League. man. And, and all you're talking about there is how far left the school is because the University of Colorado Law School is, is not what you would call middle of the road by any means. I mean, it is, it's left. It's just, not, it's just not complete Marxist left like the Ivy League schools might be. But I think that's the bigger breakdown in the way the the judges. If if I was going to assign anything, uh, I think the fact that you know who went to which university seems to have played a bigger role than whether they who they were appointed by. It certainly could, but again, like like we talk about with your listenership, um, you know, if you have forty percent of an audience, you guys are going to do fantastic in a market if only two percent of them listen, right? So sure. in any law school, you, you've got 30 or 40 percent of people that are of a more freedom, libertarian, conservative mindset. They just they tend to keep their mouths shut that, you know, <sighs> they, they just try and get through it. Uh, based on what we've seen the last couple of weeks at Harvard and Penn, for instance, you would have to keep your mouth shut. Um, I want to get into that topic of me not confronting the woman on the plane, because I know you have some thoughts on that. we got a number of texts about that. It's an interesting personality quirk that many, many of you may share. We'll have that coming up. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Customs and Border Protection encountered more than 12,600 migrants Monday, a daily record high, apprehending 11,000 outside legal ports of entry, the highest daily total in more than two decades. Hey, yet another record. Congratulations, everyone. Yet another record. Practically every week we set a new record for people crossing the border illegally. We'll talk more about that coming up a little bit next segment. Craig Gottwall's uh, legal mind, all-around smart guy, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, joins us today. Appreciate you uh, being here, Craig. Um, Joe is in Europe uh, with uh, his wife, Judy, and uh, on a fabulous trip. And he's been texting us on the group text, and he just sent a text that just said, oh, boy, and nothing else. And I, I get the sense that it's one of those accidental texts. He was texting somebody else, and he accidentally sent it. But so I uh, I... I I just responded with the gay Senate sex staffer video and sent him that to him. So I just thought that'd be a good <laughs> As reply. As one would obviously yeah. do in that situation. Yeah. If somebody accidentally texts you someone, just send them the gay staffer sex video from the Senate as a reply, especially during the holiday season. I say so. Um, so I told this. <laughs> I told this story Jack, yesterday. I think, so- I think your assumption is flawed, though, because I think probably what's happening is he's actually listening live on iHeart. And he's just excited that his favorite lawyer is going to be on the show now. <laughs> you know, since I had to follow two days of Tim, thanks a lot, right. everybody. <laughs> um, so I told this story yesterday. I was on a plane, and I was flying on a plane that's got assigned seats as opposed to Southwest. And I had a, I had chosen a window seat because it was a late-night flight, and I, and I can sleep on planes. Real, so I want to lean my head up against the, the wall and take a nap. But so I get on the plane, and this row of two seats, there's a woman in my seat. And uh, I thought at first maybe I was mistaken. Then I sat down, checked my number, looked at the thing. No, she's in my seat. And I didn't say anything to her. And I was actually texting with a friend saying, here, I'm doing one of those situations where out of conflict avoidance, I'm just not going to say anything. They said, you got to say something. And I didn't. 
So anyway, we got a whole bunch of texts from people on both sides of that issue on whether you're the sort of person that, you know, sends back food that you don't think is prepared right at a restaurant or or whatever, various things, you know, miter conflict avoidance situations. We got this text. Uh, I was listening yesterday. I had a similar experience at a movie theater. A disheveled, smelly, no-shoe-wearing, food-crunching, out-loud, slurping soda mf'er in my prepaid movie seat. But it was easier to just (laughs) ignore it and sit two seats over. She took my dad's seat with her bag. I channeled my Gandhi that day, but I wanted to yell at this person to get out of my seat and take a shower. But they avoided the conflict like I did. <laughs> you said you had thoughts on this, Craig. Yeah, I, I was listening to that segment yesterday, and I was dying because I have I have two, well, I have three daughters, but two of them are one's twenty two and one's twenty three, and they couldn't be more different. So I think I always think about that uh, the famous Thomas Sowell quote where he says. What you know? I'm paraphrasing. I'm going to say it way worse than he would. But how how do we think we can make two uh, people equal economically and socially if we can't even make two siblings equal economically and socially? Right. Same and, genes, same raising, same household, and you end up with two very different people. So how are yeah. you going to construct a, a a system where people end up with the same? Yeah, I get it. Exactly. So so my 23 year old will avoid all conflict at all costs. And and you know she's she's beautiful, she's confident, she's good at her job, but if I mean if 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 like like you said, if there's somebody in her seat, if the coffee showed up cold, if the food showed up cold, if she's even gotten she ordered a meal and got the wrong meal and it was something she didn't even like, okay? <laughs> she won't say a word. However, if her 22-year-old sister is with her, "Oh, excuse me, excuse me, here. Come on, excuse me. This isn't right." This isn't right. Right. <laughs> Just no hesitation whatsoever. These two are sisters, same parents, same DNA, same upbringing, same everything. One of them is a fierce libertarian, almost harshly so. The other one, a bleeding heart liberal. It's just, it's just. So then there's got to be a genetic component to this then. Is that your guess? Gotta be. I mean, you know, luck of birth, the luck of how things occur, because they just, they, they exactly. There, there's nothing in their upbringing that would cause them to be this dramatically different, but they're just inherently in fact, the older one, the 23-year-old, is thankful, like if we go to a restaurant or if something happens where she needs some assistance, because if the 22-year-old's there, she knows, well, little sister's going to take care of this for me. Yeah. She doesn't have to, so she likes the fact that things get corrected. She just won't do it herself. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. That'd be a little emasculating. And I did mention that if my kids had been with me, I would have asked the lady to leave because I don't want to model the idea that you you know, uh, let somebody do that or avoid the conflict. I don't want to model it, but in my own life, I'm perfectly happy to do it, uh, which is kind of weird. Um, I I, th- I think this, uh, I think the obviously grown-up sweet spot for that situation would have been to say, excuse me, ma'am, you're in my seat. But I do know people that enjoy the conflict just a little too much. I mean, they're looking oh, yeah. for the opportunities for any conflict with a waiter or, or whoever so they can, you know, s- see if they're going to get into it. Oh yeah, and and don't we just detest those people in all yeah. phases of our life? I mean, it's it's just those people have something wrong with them. I think honestly, it's 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 just it, there's a sociopathic nature to that, or of some sort, or narcissism at minimum, where it's just yeah, 
Those people are ne- you never like those. No, I've been thinking about it a lot. It's it's not somebody th- something I like about my personality. Oh, and th- although in this particular case, as I mentioned yesterday, there was a bit of a uh, judging the situation. The woman had, as I always say, the frizzy hair of the crazy person. She was a little smelly. She had her shoes off. She had a mask on. She just had a little. This is going to be a thing. Look to her. If I if I engaged her, and so it's just like a regular business guy like you, you know, doing a quick flight back and forth the end of a day. I think I'd have been much more likely to say, "I think you're in my seat." Oh, I'll say sorry, and then move over. But I think well, that's her- a different issue, though, Jack. See, that's not that's not conflict avoidance. That means that you had some some deeper wisdom seeping in. That like you know maybe I don't want to be in a kind of a hostile environment with this woman <laughs> as I sit next to her on this flight. You know, right, right. Because I was thinking I make her move. I am sitting with next to her for the rest of the flight. Right. She's going to be <sighs> right sighing and leaning in on you, you know. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's that's not conflict avoidance. That might just be wisdom, my friend. Yeah. That's a tough call cuz I yeah, cuz I I my one of my biggest fears is is uh is is ending up in a situation where I lose my temper and somebody whipping out their phone and I end up on TikTok or something. I'm like a meme and somebody puts music to it and I'm on Jimmy Fallon that night and that's what I'm trying to avoid in life. <laughs> I heard you say that too. You're, you know we're 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 aging, Jack. We're over fifty. We're aging. The testosterone levels are dropping. When was the last time you lost your temper that way? Because I haven't done that in years. Just with age, I think. <laughs> that's a good point. It hasn't been a long time. I should recognize that. I, I'm still worried it's going to happen, but it hasn't happened for. A while <laughs> yeah I've, I've i have friends that are notorious hotheads and once especially once they get over 60 they're much more malleable gentle the border coming back stay with us armstrong and getty witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Let every heart 
railway just over my shoulder. That is closed to lawful trade. And over here to my right, you see this other bridge. There's two bridges here in Eagle Pass, Texas. This is one of them. There's another one that is closed. This is the trade coming in from Mexico. You see the long lines. Well, there's more long lines, again, because of its closure. That's Eagle Pass, Texas, a bridge that I've walked across many times myself in New Mexico. Uh, there's such a flow of illegals there that they've now had to close the bridge and the uh, train going back and forth. The legal trade is now closed because so many illegals are coming across all at once. And then this story about somebody at an airport. I'm at the Phoenix airport right now. I'm waiting to board my flight to New York. And it looks like we have a whole lot of migrants who are also boarding this flight that the U.S. taxpayers are paying for. Premium seats on Delta, shipping them out to New York City because guess what? Everywhere else is at capacity. So they have these sanctuary cities like New York that they're now shipping these migrants to that we're all paying for. The situation at the border is a more nutso than it has ever been in our nation's history. And it's worse today than it was a week ago. I mean, it's just, it's going the wrong direction. It's it's absolutely amazing. So uh, Craig Gottwalls joins us today. And I don't know if you heard our segment with the guy from the Center for Immigration Studies yesterday, but he started to get into a whole bunch of stats. And this is a regular conversation, right? Do, uh, I was going to use the term immigrants, but you always got to break it down. Are we talking about legal immigration? Are we talking about illegal immigration, but uh, the conversation of whether or not people coming into this country uh, cost the taxpayers money or not. And there's all kinds of studies out there that claim in a variety of ways that they actually don't drain that much from the taxpayers. And all that. I, I, I tend to, I brought up just the, the reality of like in your local school, you got a whole bunch of people that don't speak English. It, it gums up the works. It slows down the ability of the teachers to teach. You go to the ER Three quarters of the people in there are speaking Spanish. I think it's because they're using the ER for their for their doctor because they don't have any sort of insurance or health care plan. I mean, those are the things that I think that are definitely detrimental to the country. But what are your thoughts on all that? Well, it's I, I think it's inevitable. I mean, you, you, we're allowing in a, what's a, an entire class. We're not allowing in an entire class of people that aren't going to have all of the same opportunities that that we would have if we're born here because of of immigration laws and employment laws, et cetera. So they, they have a they have an artificially depressed earning potential. So therefore, they're going to be more likely to need food stamps, assistance with health care, assistance with housing, assistance with your PG&E bill, assistance with your cell phone, et cetera. And it's, you know, unfortunately, it's just been a system that's going on far too long in our country and it doesn't get corrected. My, my wife, Jack, I don't know if you know this, <clears throat> my wife, is uh, she was in the Reagan amnesty. She came over as a, a grade schooler and she was, uh, I think it was 1986 that she was made a citizen. And so, you know, she's born in Mexico, she speaks Spanish. She has a lot of Mexican friends in the, in the area. And we know a lot of people that are here uh, undocumented. And th- their, their struggle is real because they have to work low paying jobs. They have to, they have to, they have such a low ceiling, right, on what they can earn. And then, and as we see things like inflation come into our country, it just exacerbates their needs. Right. So this is such a complicated issue on so many different levels because we got into this topic with the guy from uh, the Center for Immigration Studies. He brought up the 
the I think it's seven million men of working age that don't have jobs and aren't looking for jobs. These are people born here. So how do we have a system? So they're eating. It's not like they're sitting around starving to death and we're hauling out the corpses every day. These, you know, all these people are making are somehow surviving. They got a roof over their head and they got food somehow. Yet we're importing an underclass with a low ceiling of success, as you mentioned, to do a whole bunch of work that that seven million born here dudes don't want to do. I mean, how how can we survive as a nation like that? Well, yeah, I was just going to say we can't. And unfortunately, uh, maybe fortunately or unfortunately, depending on how you look at it, that's a self-correcting situation because th- this is the, the the gluttonous laziness of how empires collapse when they just – you know, they just start giving themselves too many things and 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 doing too many things and spending more than we have. And the next thing you know, um, there will be a, a there will be a, a come to Jesus moment here. Well, remember the phrase that used to be tossed around a lot is they're doing jobs Americans won't do, which I've always been highly offended by because I've done a lot of crappy jobs, and you will do any job if you need money. If you're uh, hungry. I mean, that, if you're yeah. hungry, that is human nature. You'll do any job. If you don't have to do a job, then, yeah, maybe you won't pick up dead cattle like I used to do or clean bathrooms like I did with my first radio job or any of those jobs if you don't have to. But I I did. Maybe I could have gotten on a government program. I don't don't know. It never occurred to me at the time. Uh, but I don't, I don't know how we get all these pieces to fit together of needing to have someone to mow our lawns and clean our hotel rooms and work in our kitchens, but have... An an attitude of, you know, my kid shouldn't have to work that kind of job. Better that he just sits on the sidelines and waits for some magical opportunity to appear. I don't know what it is. They're doing the jobs Americans won't do as long as Americans have a safety hammock in which they can lay. Right. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I mean, but that hammock's going to go away. I mean, it's just, again, I don't know if it's going to go away in five years or 25, but we can't, we can't survive this. And you know, I used to say on the show, I used to say, well, there's there's a reckoning coming. There's a big collapse coming, right? Maybe. I, I've, I've moderated that view a little bit. I mean, maybe we're going to end up more like France or like Japan where we, we go through this long period of contraction where we have less cars, we have less stuff, and we just don't live as well as we used to. That is the most troubling result of all. I talked about this a while because uh, Yuval Levin, I don't know if you know his work, but great writer and a uh, super smart guy. And he thinks that is the most likely place we're headed with this whole entitlements uh, collapsing, all this sort of stuff. There's not going to be a big reckoning. It's just we're going to be a sadder, crappier country that happens just kind of gradually, and, you know, people Ugh. will get used to it, and so there won't Ugh. be the kind of reckoning where you could get a, you know, a, a, a giant wave election of we've got to fix this. People will just get used to not having as much money. We won't be as dynamic an economy. The opportunity to, uh, uh, to, to move up and make a lot more money will just be less. I think that is probably reality, and that is... Is highly troubling because there's no with without a reckoning there's no corrective mechanism no that's exactly right it's just a slow descent into yeah. into uh mediocrity and and the other thing about that that's really is they win the bureaucrats the the entrenched bureaucracies the politicians the people that have sold this idea they win because because when it's a slow erosion you know like my kids even in their 20s they don't understand the kind of freedoms i had when i was in my 20s and that's right. only a 25 30 year difference yeah, you know yeah. that i, I say that you, about 
I say that about kid. so much stuff because I hate. I think customer service is so bad now in like almost all yeah. quarters. Well, those of us who remember what customer service used to be like will be dead soon. And then the younger generation doesn't know it could be better. <laughs> they won't know that you used to be able to call a business and get a hold of a human being that would help you. It, it never occurred in their lifetime, so it'll never come back. I don't know why anybody would listen to this radio show because it's so freaking depressing. <laughs> and you got the wrong lawyer today because Tim was far more optimistic than I. I yeah. listened to Tim and I thought, oh, man, like the stuff that he pointed out is better. I don't even know if it's better because I'm not sure that making things easier and more technologically efficient is always better. It's it's better for guys like you and Tim and, and me, maybe. But for a huge class of kids who haven't had to learn how to go use a card catalog or how to, have to, how to open an encyclopedia or how to do the hard things that we're required to learn, I'm not sure it's better for the masses to have things be so easy, to have things be so, you know, spoon fed. An interesting thought. I got to uh, I got to tell people about HelloFresh. I've got some other thoughts on all of that. HelloFresh, I was talking earlier about the whole single dad cooking thing, and this has helped me out a lot where I have put together some meals that are stunning. Like, I look at them myself and I think, I did I do that? I can't believe that I actually even made the meal because HelloFresh sends you everything you need to whip up a fresh, tasty meal delivered to your door so you can spend your time shopping for gifts and whatever you're doing this time of year, not at the grocery store in the checkout line with the pre-portioned ingredients you don't waste money on excess food i'm not measuring stuff out i just put it all together i follow the simple directions and i make these great meals a uh, variety of seasonal party pleasers that they have they've got so many different opportunities quick breakfast satisfying snacks tasty choices for every mealtime occasion so this is what you do right now join hellofresh today and get a free breakfast for life with the code armstrong free at hellofresh.com slash armstrong free that's one breakfast item per box while the subscription is active. Again, that's the code ARMSTRONGFREE at HelloFresh.com slash ARMSTRONGFREE. Breakfast for life. Um, so uh, he got into some of the statistics yesterday on what percentage of people are already on a government program. And I know you do have the stuff in your head like for health care. Like whenever you start talking about Obamacare or this, people say, socialize, we're going to become a socialized medicine. Run. And you say, we're, pra- we're already there. We're so close to already there. And it's it sounds like to me, with the, we're so, if you define socialism the way I mostly do, of just redistribution of wealth, not you know government controlling the car industry or whatever, but just so much redistribution of wealth. At a super high level, we're we're there, aren't we? Yeah, well, in healthcare, we almost certainly are. I, you know, there's there's a there's a few ways you can look at it, but the when you add together what the taxpayer pays for the healthcare system in America, seventy percent of us it's it's like seventy two percent in blue states and about sixty seven percent in in red states are on a healthcare system that is supported with taxpayer dollars. And and the the way you get to that high of a percentage is you add together Medicare plus Medicaid. That's most of it. That's roughly 50% right there. But then you also have to look at Obamacare, TRICARE, which is active military, the VA, um, and then indigent care for people that just don't have any money and show up in an emergency room. And then finally, the big one that people never think about is all of the state, local, and federal workers that that are on health care that is paid for by the taxpayer because we're the ones funding those programs as well. So so you're at a point where 70% of us have our health care, even if we're trying not to, or have our health care paid for by the taxpayer. It's it's 
it's grown to be something that is nowhere near what was intended. It's 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 been a huge accident, and then of course it turned into cronyism and big government got a hold of sure. it, and now it's. It's the number one lobby and the number one moneymaker in the country. And then I think of other things, and then we'll take a break and uh, maybe talk about something not so depressing. But I think about other things like the, the, the schools, the public schools clearly would love it if we all ate our meals at the school and, and got on board. It has been slower than they would like, but I mean, they, they, they're trying. My, my kid was in a uh, summer school program, and it seemed to me that I could portray it as. It was a summer meals babysitting program more than it was anything else as far as education. It was it was free government health care with lunch. Seemed to be and, more and of that. A- that's the iron law of bureaucracy, Jack. Right, the, the schools the school system started to educate kids, but then eventually the iron law of bureaucracy says that the purpose of the bureaucracy ultimately becomes to perpetuate and grow the bureaucracy and then those people take control of the bureaucracy and that's exactly what's happened as you look at schools as you look at our government agencies congress our largest corporations uh, you know a a more cynical person than i might say and that's hard to say might say it's just it's late stage <laughs> capitalism it's what happens oh my god is there a more cynical person than you where would we find this person we should have them on <laughs> they, they must be something to talk to um we I got might more on the to him uh, <laughs> Uh, we got more on the way. Try to be less dark, but man, oh man, you get me rolling on that stuff. Our text line, by the way, is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Happy holiday to you. How y'all doing? It's a 20. I don't know why. I just I just feel like 
I missed a week. Like, did I fall and hit my head and nobody told me and I missed a couple of days? Or how did Christmas get so close and my son's birthday is two days, three days? Oh, birthday and Christmas yeah. at the same time? Oh, boy. Yeah. You got a 23rd birthday. Oh, he was his older brother's Christmas present, which he was not happy about. Oh, when, no, when you, really? when you When you are the only kid star of the show and a new kid shows up who gets all the attention, it is heartbreaking. Now, I'm sure that happened to me as I was the oldest, but I don't remember it. But having witnessed it, it was brutal. I'll never forget how Sam, so he was 20 months old when uh, Gladys, did you quiet quit? Man, she has been slacking this week. <laughs> Um, so Sam had been the star of the show as the only thing, you know, the only, the only, the only thing, uh, focus, focus of the attention there in the house. And then I remember walking in the door with Henry on Christmas Eve and Sam standing there and he just collapsed in tears to the ground. And it was just, oh, it was so rough. He just, he fell to the ground because we were all just fawning over the baby and paying all the attention. And he knew the jig is up. Oh. My life has changed forever. Oh, Hello? that must have just been heart-wrenching for you. <laughs> oh, it was. Oh, no. That was, oh, I can still picture it. It made such an impression on me. Oh, my God. One of, some All of right. my, fu- the funniest videos right now are the, the gender reveals where there's already a kid and then they pop the balloon and it's pink and the little boy just has a fit. I don't want a sister! <laughs> I don't want a sister. That's <laughs> hilarious. Um, that let's get uh, let's get some headlines from Katie, the news lady from ABC News. Ramaswamy pledges to withdraw from Colorado GOP primary in solidarity with Trump. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I feel like it's a bit of a stunt. Uh, but, you know, that's kind of his brand. We'll see if any of the other candidates follow suit. I'll tell you the problem with this Colorado ruling, and we'll talk more about that coming up for the candidates running against Trump. Good luck getting any air with anything you've got to say other than answering questions about the court ruling. I mean, Nikki Haley, DeSantis, I was going to mention Chris Christie, he should just get out. But um, the only thing they're going to be asked about by reporters is what do you think about the Trump ruling? From Fox News. Coalition deploys U.S. Navy's lethal Swiss Army knife to send a message to Iran and China. And what is that? What is our lethal Swiss, Swiss Army knife? The it's it's part of our naval our naval force. Okay. Apparently, yeah, we need to we need to talk about that later. We got uh, some of our military experts uh, coming up because we now have had over 100 attacks by Iran or Iran you know related proxies and very little pushback. From the New York Times, live from the jungle, migrants become influencers on social media. It's amazing. Really? Have you seen some of these TikTok videos or Instagrams of these people that are they're showing their journey into our country? Wow. Follow I, us as we cross the border. I feel like I might need to get on TikTok just to know what people are taking in. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. And it's eye-opening as to how we got some of the... Uh, some of the views out there that we see. Mm. From Huffington Post, New York considers reparations for descendants of enslaved people. Yep. Uh, New York's going down the road that California, and particularly San Francisco, has gone. And uh, good luck with making the math work on that. From a USA Today, consider this. Before you hang outdoor Christmas lights, it could make your house a target. Why? Apparently, there's a study that thieves think that if you have Christmas lights up, you got better gifts. What? 
I don't know if I buy that, but... From the New York Post, Kamala Harris serves up another word salad about the most election of our lifetime. Oh, yeah, we got to get that clip. We got to get that clip. That is fan- that's going to be our new clip uh, all next year, probably. will be Kamala Harris saying, this is the most election of our lifetimes. <laughs> so good. From page six, Jennifer Lopez stuns in red hot gown she wore for star-studded Christmas party. She is 54 years old. Oh, come on. Whatever. Have you seen her? Oh, she's... Oh, for some reason, I thought you said Jennifer Lawrence. No, Jennifer Lopez. Okay. Yeah, no, she is quite amazing for her age. She was always amazing. And finally, from the Babylon Bee, new body positive scale just says you're totally healthy and definitely won't die at a young age of heart disease. (laughs) I had a good day on the scale today, so I'm feeling pretty good about myself. The scale was kind to me today. Some days the scale is very mean. It just punches me right in the nose. <laughs> usually based on, believe it or not, this is, I know this is going to be shocking to Luddy, usually based on whether I ate like a pig the day before or not. It's those damn bang bangs. I feel like I haven't put all the data together yet, but I feel like there's a relationship to how much I eat and what I weigh. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready to release the study just yet. More on the way, hour three on the way. Strong and Getty. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter.